Hi there, you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Mark and Angel Chernoff know a thing or two about rebuilding after hitting bottom. In 2006, the husband and wife team were struggling personally and professionally. Almost simultaneously, they lost two loved ones, one to suicide, the other to illness, and their primary source of income in the wake of the recession. Suddenly, life as they knew it came to a screeching halt, and they were forced to reinvent themselves. They began documenting their journey on a blog, committing themselves to doing this daily task to keep them motivated and positive. The result? Mark and Angel Hack Life, recognized by Forbes as one of the most popular personal development blogs, with more than a million engaged readers each month. What began as a small daily habit blossomed into a successful website and full-blown career as professional life coaches. Now Mark and Angel are sharing their empowering advice for overcoming setbacks in a new book, Getting Back to Happy, Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Reality, and Turn Your Trials into Triumphs. It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show Mark and Angel Chernoff. Hi there. Thank you so much for having us. Yes, thank you. Well, I couldn't think of a more perfect couple to come on my show. My show is called Get the Funk Out. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And I thought, this, this book is unbelievable because you talk about, uh, and then I want to start off this segment with this, how you went through some really tough times. And uh, could you share with the listeners what, what that was? Sure, sure. I'll, I'll start us off. Um, so 10 years ago, uh, just over 10 years ago, we were not into personal development or happiness. Uh, we were happy. Things were good. Um, and then reality hit us. Um, we were in our late 20s. Um, one of our dearest friends, Josh, um, passed away, died of an asthma attack in a oh. hotel room alone uh, when he was on a work trip, um, leaving behind his wife, Cammie, who's a very, very dear friend of ours as well, and their two children. I mean, that Tragic. shattered us. Uh, we were, you know, obviously the, the, all the whys and the shoulda, woulda, couldas. Right. And it, before we even had a chance to really wrap our minds around this, um, just a couple weeks later, Angel's older brother, the kind of the rock of the family, the tough guy, mm-hmm. the guy with the big smile on his face, the big energy guy who you go to when you have your problems, took his own life, put a, a gun to his head and died by suicide. Uh. Um, you know, obviously he had so much in his life that was wrong and we didn't even know about it. And yes. that makes you question and second guess everything that you understand about life. This is all happening, of course, in the downturn of the economy. Mm-hmm. And so the breadwinning employment in our uh, family disappears. And that was just our low. I mean, you know, people wow. have it, you know, better and worse. And for us, that was our, that was our low. Um, we went from, you know, anger and, and, and tears to disbelief mm-hmm. to nothingness, that empty feeling of depression where uh, we weren't even talking to each other as a married couple. We were withdrawing from, from conversations, from family that could help, from the conversations that we should be having with each other. Of course, that's a, drastically affecting our marriage. Right. Um, and this went on for, for months on end, um, and we were, you know, grieving is, is an important process, but we had kind of gotten to the point where it was no longer healthy. Like, we were not, we were not dealing with the issue. We were trying to bypass the issues. Yes. And um, the book, Getting Back to Happy, kind of starts at that point um, and then takes you forward. And um, the reason Chapter 1, you know, that's probably a, a, a unique thing in a happiness book is to have a Chapter 1's rituals and habits, and, like, why would you start there? Yes. Well, when we were at this low point, we realized that we needed to change our state and our environment. We needed to somehow mix things up. And so what we did, the ritual number one, was simply leaving the house, 
condo, getting out of the darkness and into the sunlight mm-hmm. and, and letting the sun touch our skin and walking down in an area in San Diego, uh, Pacific Beach, we walked down to, to Sail Bay. There's a little green space there behind a place called the Catamaran Resort and Spa, and we would bring personal development books with us. Byron Katie, Eckhart Tolle, uh, Wayne Dyer, you know, Christian philosophy, Eastern philosophy. Mm-hmm. And it started off with just a walk there, just get out of the house. Then it transitioned into bring a book with you. And we would sit there alone because we were not, I mean, we did not have the best relationship at that point, to be honest with you. Right. Um, but we would sit there alone and make, we made the, the, the kind of the pact to each other that we would sit there together but alone and, and, and read a book. And we would, the whole goal was let's figure out what we can learn to step through the situation we're in because it's time. Um, and we started our blog, marketingangel.com, believe it or not, um, it, it kind of it, it became this place at, uh, we were, you know, a, a public accountability journal of sorts. We were not writing for anyone else. This was simply, okay, this is what I've learned, and this is how it relates to my story. This is what I'm going to try to hold myself accountable to step through this. Yes. Because we knew, you know, the best lessons you learn in life are the ones you learn again and again. And we had that awareness that we needed these daily reminders. We needed to have a place of reference where we were going to hold ourselves accountable to the things we were learning, and also so that we could kind of bring communication back into our relationship. We could kind of cross-reference. We could read each other's entries. Yes. Um, and that's, that, that's where it started. I mean, obviously, there's a big black box between then and now. Sure. But it led ultimately to online kind of support groups and then coaching and then you know, becoming certified life coaches. And I mean, it, just, it kind of goes from there. Um, and, and that's what led to the book. The book starts there and takes you through the journey of what actually helped us um, and then also what has helped some of our clients who have allowed us to share their stories and how to apply these tools to these various life situations. Let me ask Angela a question. Um, at the time when Mark suggested this, were you thinking, I just want to be on my own and be alone and process this? I'm, I know there's a lot of anger and shock when you, when you lose people you love. You just can't get your brain around it. You're absolutely right, and you don't feel like yourself. You know, you, you just want to be alone. And so oh, at that point, we had been doing that for months. And mm-hmm. I, I knew that it w- it's okay to grieve, but we were getting to a point where it's just it, it, it wasn't productive. It, we weren't we we weren't taking steps forward. So when when he suggested, you know, let's just go for a walk, mm-hmm. you know, of course my initial reaction was no. I just want to stay in here. I want to be by myself. I don't. Right. I don't. I'm not ready to go out into the world yet. But you know, you have to do the hard things. And so for me, that hard thing was just getting out of the house and going for that walk. And we made a commitment that we were just going to do that every single day at a certain time. And that was step one. You know, and I wanted to say, um, I've had my own um, personal share of a ton of losses. I had a best friend take her life, which is how I named my show, Get the Funk Out. Um, Because Mm -hmm. it blows my mind how we all go through these things. But how do we uh, deal with it? You have to face it head on and find those happier moments, those new chapters. You're absolutely right, and you know it's it's being faithful in the now. Okay, mm-hmm. it's, it's sometimes we get we get so caught up in the the past and wanting to control the past and change the past and predict the future that we're not even focusing on the now. And so I think it's very important to be present, to be mindful about what's going on now and recognizing that, yes, it's okay to, to go through struggle and to go through pain, but that you don't have to believe it. You don't have to believe all, that that's all that's true and you don't have to attach to it. Yes. And that, I mean, I think that's a big part of it, is, is realizing, right, not, not bypassing the fact that it happened, but understanding that that's not all that's going on in your life. 
you know, if something like if, if for instance, if you've been, you know, fired and you feel like a failure or your business failed I and mean, whatever it is, I mean, obviously loss of life is in there, you know, but that you are not just, you know, a widow. You are not just a person who, you know, a failure at, at your job or business. There's a lot of other aspects of your life. That's not all that's true about you. And we have to, you know, broaden that perspective and, and that, you know, a lot of the tools and strategies that we use with coaching clients, which, you know, we discuss obviously in the book as well, bring you out of that place, that narrow focus of, you know, this is all I am, this is all there is. And it doesn't, it doesn't try to change it, but it says what else is there that we can focus on and how can bringing more awareness to that, that kind of that bigger picture awareness, help you cope, help you start responding as opposed to reacting and doing the same old thing that isn't moving you forward. And accepting that though you're going through struggles right now, what you are going through now is preparing you for the next best thing. Like even, you know, going back to our personal story, 10 years ago we would have never predicted that this is where we would be today, you know. But because we went through that heartache and that pain, we are now able to take those experiences and share and help many others. And like you just said, you know, the experience with your best friend, Mm -hmm. you know, encouraged you to have a voice and to help others and to start start your show. Right. And so um, this blog that you started... Uh, how did you get people to hear about it? Because it just took off. Um, well, I mean, it, very organically. I mean, it wasn't so much getting people to hear about it. It was just that it got found. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I mean, it was it was out there on the Internet, so it was public. Um, but it just got picked up with Google. I mean, this is 10 years ago, so social media wasn't as big as it is now. Right. But people started sharing it on Twitter, on Facebook. And that was where, like, kind of the, the big, kind of the, some of the big, like, initial, I call it traffic or, or, or whatever, came in. People started writing us. I mean, that's what we really noticed because we weren't like tracking like page views or anything at that point. Um, people were writing us, and they, we, suddenly the blog had comments on it, and they were getting emails, and it was like, oh my goodness, you know. Yes. And and so that's. I mean, that was that was the realization. It was just like there's other. You know, people are actually they want to hear our story, and they have their own stories. Yes. And we're not we're not in this alone. I want to mention the blog. It's Mark and Angel Hack Life and it's markandangel.com. If you're just tuning in, we're, list- we're speaking with Mark and Angel Chernoff, uh, and they've written this great book, Getting Back to Happy. Uh, tell me about, uh, I love all these great chapters. One, self, there's one in here, uh, chapter four, self-love, commit to putting yourself on your to-do list. That's so important. Mm-hmm. I, I totally agree, and it's usually the first thing that we overlook, you know, mm-hmm. but it, it is important to, to have that self-love and to forgive yourself you need to. Um, one thing that I, an, uh, an activity that I love to do that's surrounded around self-love is to do a loving, a loving kindness meditation every day. And that's just a series of statements that you repeat to yourself. And it, and it goes like this. And you repeat these statements to yourself. May I be happy. May I be healthy. May I be safe. May I be at ease. And may I be loved. And repeating that three times to yourself every day, and it changes your outlook, it changes your perspective, and you're repeating that, and that's at the forefront of your mind. You go into the day differently. You look at things differently. You see more of the love of yourself. Mm -hmm. And so that's that's a strategy, that's a ritual that I do every day, and it just puts me in a good place. It's a reminder. I mean, it can be that reminder that, you know, you will not always be a priority to others. And that's why you need to be a priority to yourself. You, know, mm-hmm. you need to learn to respect yourself and take care of yourself and become your own support system. 
Um, you need to realize and recognize on a daily basis in small steps that, you know, your needs matter and you need to start meeting them. Yes. And not waiting on someone else to come out and choose you. you choose yourself by, by investing in yourself a little bit each day. Absolutely. I remember doing a lot of walking. Uh, my dad was very sick and I was just processing this and then listening to music. I mean, everybody has their own thing, whether it's yoga, it, whatever is going to help your mind, your body, your soul deal with this time. You're absolutely right. And, and what, what you're focusing on, where your energy goes, it grows. Mm-hmm. So like if you're focusing on inspirational things or music or just something that makes you happy, carve time out of every day to do that, even if it's just five minutes, but making yourself a priority and, and being in that space where you can feel at ease and feel peace, even, even in the midst of chaos. What are, uh, I know we have to wrap up soon, what are a few things you would like listeners to know about your book? Well, it uh, definitely starts with action. That, um, you, know, you don't need to go out there and wait to find passion to get started on you know, investing in yourself, on taking you know, steps to, to move forward. I mean, too often times we, we wait, right? We, we, we wait for that ideal path to appear because we forget that paths are made by walking, not waiting. Mm-hmm. Um, so you're not, you're not, you know, passion's not going to slap you across the face. Passion comes from action. And that's why the book is, is based on daily rituals. Um, you know, ask yourself, when was the last time you invested your whole heart and soul into doing something for yourself, some little task, some conversation? Like, not the next conversation or the next task, but the one you're working on now. Um, and when you start investing your whole self into the present moment like that, and on the little things, um, you, you make an impact, right? You put your whole presence there. And, and from that, you're going to find passion. From that, you're going you're gonna to say, oh, wow, like, like this feels good to be all here and to actually notice the little bits of progress I'm making. So, I mean, it, it, it's a daily practice. Um, you know, everything that we want to achieve happens one day at a time. might sound cliche, but if you get, if you get started on it mm-hmm. and you apply it to your life and you learn how, you know, what works and what doesn't work for you, you're going to, I mean, 10 years later, you're going to look back and be like, wow. Absolutely. It's absolutely remarkable what you can achieve. Yeah. Angel and I just had that realization in uh, New York City. We were, we were lucky enough to go on the Megyn Kelly Today Show this past Monday. I saw um, that. Segment I watched book. that clip, yes. <laughs> oh, thank you. Um, and we were sitting in this hotel room, the Warwick Hotel, like just down the block from NBC Studios. Mm-hmm. And it was just crazy like to think, like, oh, my gosh, like these tragedies we went through, like everything we've done, all these moments and all these little things and every coaching call and everything had led to that moment. And that was a big moment for us. But every moment of our lives is just like that. Everyone leads to the next. The more awareness we can bring to that through ritual, through, through the consistency of awareness, um, is, 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 is life-changing. You see that progress, and, and just that awareness of progress is what makes us happier. Absolutely. Now, I know we have to wrap, so where can people find out more about you? They can uh, join the community and find us at our website, markandangel.com, and that's Mark with a C, M-A-R-C. And we're also on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just search Mark and Angel, and we'll be there. Perfect. Thank you so much for calling the show. I've loved this. Thanks. Thank you so much. Thank you for having us. My pleasure. If you missed any part of this, it will be up on the show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kci.org. And if you want to follow the show, I am on Twitter at moms underscore rock.